Hey gang, Jason here for the Love of Tractors, and welcome to the third, I'm sorry, the fourth installment of the For the Love of Tractors podcast. Wow, we've got four of these under our belts already. Today, I want to talk about upcoming farm toy shows. So farm toy show season, for all intents and purposes, is here. Uh, kind of kicks off with the national show, which is just a couple weeks away, and then we kind of go right on through to Lafayette, which sort of ends the winter show season. Now, of course, there are some shows during the summer and the fall as well, but the big shows are sort of in the winter time, excluding maybe the summer show in Dyersville, which is in the summertime, which is obviously a huge show. So we're going to talk about the upcoming farm toy show season, which shows we'll be at, uh, what you need to know if you're heading out to farm toy shows this year because of all the COVID whatever going on. Just general farm toy show information. If you've never been to a farm toy show, I'll kind of give you an idea what to expect if you're going. Also, we're going to talk about Wagner John Deere four-wheel drive tractors, John Deere Wagner four-wheel drive tractors, at least in the 116th scale. If you are a fan of 116th scale four-wheel drive tractors, you know that these Wagner tractors have gone crazy in price lately. We're going to kind of investigate why And where are all these tractors coming from? So anyway, join us on this edition of the For the Love of Tractors podcast. All right, gang, thanks for joining us. And as always, we would greatly appreciate it if you would check our website out, www.fortheloveoftractors.com. We have parts for your farm toy display, toy tractor parts, new tractors in the box, some older tractors, custom tractors, custom implements, you name it, we've got it, and we're always adding more, so look forward to that. Also, we are on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, we've got a podcast now, as well as Facebook, so check us out. It's for the love of tractors on all those places. We'd really appreciate it if you'd give us a like, share, and subscribe on all that. It just helps us out. So we're talking farm toy shows today. So farm toy show season is here. It kicks off with the National Farm Toy Show in Dyersville, Iowa, which is that first weekend of November. I think everybody is super excited about that. There's a few changes to the show. There are a few changes to the show this year. It's all going to be at the All-American Homes Factory Building. So that's a huge facility. They're going to have a, uh, the show there. I think there'll be, there's still going to be the yard sales. There's still going to be things spread about the, uh, the museum, the, the antique mall there. That's what I'm trying to think of and all of that. So, you know, the, the, the show really encompasses Dyersville. If you've, you know, if you've never been, it kind of takes over the entire town really. And so this year it's just not going to be at the school because there's some liability issues with COVID and all of that. Now you may or may not have heard, you will have to wear a mask to get into the show guys. And I know some of you are going to grumble about that. Like, can I just say this right now? It's better to wear a mask and go to the show than to not be able to have the show, guys. It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. They're, I think they're going to have some disposable mask there, I believe, is what I heard. So uh, maybe if you forget yours or if you don't have one, I think you can get one there. Although those could be limited supply. Who knows? And I guess one more thing I want to say about the mask situation. Don't, don't grumble to the high school kid that's going to be taking your money to get in the door. Like, it's not their fault. It's not their decision. It's not the show's fault that all this is happening. Okay, guys. So anyway, and I don't, you know, I don't like to be preaching. I like to stay positive here, but it's, it's seriously, it's not that high school kid volunteering to take money at the door. It's not their problem. Don't give them a hard time, please. Just, just, uh, just grin and bear it. It's just, it's just what you got to do. It's the, it's a small price to pay to go to a really awesome toy show. So anyway, like I said, if you want to do that, the national show is on 
at least as of where we're recording this, when we're recording this, and I think everybody's super excited about that. It's going to be a great show, guys. I mean, if you've never been to any of the Dyersville shows, the summer or the national show, if it exists in the farm toy world, it's there. And you're going to see awesome displays. You're going to see awesome custom tractors. It's worth going, guys. It's it's uh, worth making that pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. It's worth making that pilgrimage up to Dyersville. Okay, so that's the big one, of course. That kind of kicks off farm toy show season. Now, kind of getting into some more shows that maybe pertain to us so much. And if you have shows that you want me to promote, uh, please send those in for the love of tractors at gmail.com. I would be more than happy to give your show a shout out, of course, because that's what this is all about, us promoting the farm toy hobby. The next show that I want to talk about is the Central Illinois Farm Toy Show, which is in Bloomington, Illinois. If you don't know where Bloomington is, it's kind of like central northern Illinois a little bit. It's basically like due north of Springfield, or not not necessarily due north, but pretty dang north of Springfield. Very easy to get to. Uh, several interstates go right through there, I-55, etc., etc. The show is super easy to get to. It's out by the airport, so all you have to do is uh, kind of get into town there, and I believe it's Veterans Parkway, and that sort of just curves right around to the highway that takes you to the airport, and it's right across the airport at this really nice hotel. Uh, it's like, a, I think it's a Holiday Inn, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, it's a nice hotel. It's a great facility for the show. They have a nice ballroom. It's just, in general, a pretty good place, comfortable place. So we're all excited about that. We will be at that show. We decided to go. Uh, we have never set up at the Bloomington show before, although I've attended pretty much every year for... Oh, many years anyway. And it's a great show. So we'll be there with our customs and all that sort of thing. It's going to be kind of interesting. I'm trying some new stuff to bring to these shows, especially these early shows, where it's going to kind of be some different crowds than what maybe we're used to seeing. So we'll see. So I'm going to have, you know, of course, custom four-wheel drives, New Hollands, Fords. Uh, Those are kind of my thing. We'll have some versatiles as well. I'll, of course, bring some you know, John Deere R series, because those are always popular. And I'm trying to get some implements done. Those include maybe some MW Earthmasters as well as some chisel plows and some discs. So we'll see how that goes. Trying my best anyway. It's tricky to build everything, especially when I have a couple huge projects working in the background for some other people, but we'll get them done and we'll have a great selection there. Like I said, you're going to have that Bloomington show is is not a huge, huge show, but it's a nice show and there's a good variety there and some great dealers. Really, my favorite dealers in the farm toy world are always at the Bloomington show. So that's always the weekend after I'm pretty excited about. So that is Thanksgiving weekend. I guess I probably didn't mention that. So it's the Friday, Saturday, Sunday of Thanksgiving, which is nice because everybody's kind of off and usually the weather hasn't turned terrible yet so anyway we're gonna we're excited about going to that show the next weekend in Janesville Wisconsin is the first year they're having this show up there so we're really excited about going to that as well my friend Josh Osborne he is running that along with uh, Andrew O'Leary and and I think a couple other guys and I keep blanking out on their names so I apologize for that but they sent us some information on that show kind of said hey it'd be cool if you came up and we kind of agreed it'd be cool if we came up so we're coming up <laughs> well uh we're gonna have kind of the usual there but I'm going to bring some potato equipment up to that show. And I've never tried to sell potato equipment before. So we're going to try it. I mean, Wisconsin is potato country for sure. I mean, I know everybody thinks of Idaho, but trust me, Wisconsin, lots of potato farming there. And that's going to be super cool. So I think as far as I know, I think we're going to have a great variety of that show. I believe Chucky Stevens from Chucky's Precision Pullers and Parts will be there. You know, so he's got tires, uh, 16 scale and 64 scale, like some miscellaneous kits and other parts as well. So he's a great place for that. I think Jeremy Richards is going to be there. So he does a lot of parts and 3D printed stuff as well. 
Both of those guys are world-class custom 116 scale builders, so that's gonna be exciting because I'm sure they'll have a couple neat things there. And uh, I don't know, I, I I don't know what other dealers are gonna be there. It sounds like they've got a good lot of dealers though. I know, I mean, Josh will be set up, he's new toys. Got all sorts of cool stuff there. I believe they're having a youth build, which that's going to be limited supply, but I think if you bring a, a child in with you, they can uh, kind of build their own custom tractor, which is pretty cool, and at least as, um, at least while supplies last. So that show is the first weekend of December. We hope the weather is good there. I know early December in Wisconsin, it could kind of be anything. Might be might be 80, might be 20. Who knows, but uh, we'll make it no matter what. I have a good feeling about it. And I'm excited to go up there and see some new people. I mean, that's kind of, we haven't really had a show up in that area or done a show up in that area. So that's pretty cool. Pretty excited about that. So there are other shows. And like I said, if you've got one you want to promote, send them in to me for the love of tractors at gmail.com. The next show uh, that we'll kind of be at, we're not going to set up at, but we'll be there. We'll be doing all sorts of video and interviews and things of that nature. Is going to be the Gateway Farm Toy Show in St. Louis. As of right now, that is scheduled for the first weekend of February. I haven't heard anything changes yet, so we'll see. That's a ways off, so of course everything can change with the COVID and all that. But that show is one of the best. It's all under one roof in uh, Westport there. It's called Westport Plaza. It's the Chalet and that's out on 270 if you're trying to kind of find where that's at. That show is custom toy central. I mean, all the good custom makers are there. You can find parts, you can find tires. There's going to be there's an awesome display contest, there's a scratch built contest, there's a 116 scale custom contest. The show has everything. And it's my favorite show to go to, although it's getting harder and harder to see it all because there's so much there. It's a great show, great people, and it's always fun to go there. And then, of course, after that, usually around the 23rd of February, roughly that area, is the Mark Twain Show in Quincy, Illinois, which we'll be hitting up. We will be set up there. Hopefully, we'll have our same room that we had last year or pretty close to it. Uh, we were up on the second floor. We loved it. Our neighbors were awesome. And uh, there's some neat stuff there. A few customs. I think we were probably the biggest custom uh, dealer there. There were there were a couple custom truck guys that were doing some awesome stuff there. And then uh, Angotti's also had some really neat custom stuff, parts, display items. You know, they kind of specialize in that sort of thing. So they're always great. I always end up getting something from them. But again, lots of great dealers. B&B's always there. Herb Minix is always there. Just a really fun group of people. Really nice guys. That's always a fun show. It's not super huge like St. Louis, but it's not a small show either by any stretch. Last year, that show was packed. I mean, there were so many people. It was such a great year. It was a beautiful weekend. Uh, they actually filled the parking lot of the hotel up, and I think people were parking at the Home Depot next door and walking over. That's how many people came to that show last year. It was fantastic. I think everybody left that year uh, just smiling ear to ear. It was just a great year. There's that one. And then the last show of the winter season. We'll see what happens after that. The last show of the winter season we will be attending is the Lafayette show, which is in Lafayette, Indiana. That's towards the end of March. Another great show for custom toys. I mean, just kind of everything you can think of there. Seems to me like that was a 164 scale heavy show. Now there were certainly some great 116ths there and kind of everything you'd want as far as that goes. But man, there was some really cool 164 scale guys. We kind of had a a uh, kind of couple after show meetings in our room after the show closed a couple nights there with some of the 64 scale guys and we we had a good time talking shop so that's always fun and of course they have a wonderful display contest as well as a scratch built contest there so 
it's a great facility, and I tell you what, that show last year packed that hotel. I mean, we were full of vendors. The crowds were huge. I, again, like everybody was super happy about that. If there's anybody out there that doesn't think this farm toy hobby is healthy, they, they got to get out to a couple of these shows and just see packed they are and just the thirst for you know toys, custom toys, uh, just camaraderie people talking about toys if you haven't been to a farm toy show you gotta go guys i guess i should say if you've never been to a farm toy show i guess i should tell you kind of what to expect if you're going to a farm toy show i just kind of realized some of you probably never been and that's okay at a farm toy show around here there's there's a couple things so some of them are set up in like an auditorium or a gym or something like that where vendors have tables set up you kind of walk through you look at their tables and see what they've got. You can, of course, buy, sell, and trade, all that sort of thing going on there, and just generally talk to people and have a good time. Now, some of the bigger shows, Lafayette, St. Louis, The National, etc., those have some different components to them. They usually have contests as well, so people may build a farm toy display and take to it. They may just do custom tractors and take to it, and that's always fun. Now, the prize is usually just a trophy or something along those lines, and you know, those are usually friendly contests and everybody has a good time. So it's just fun. Uh, those things kind of push the hobby farther, I guess. Like you, Because, of course, if you see a guy with a display and you've got a display and he's doing all sorts of things, extra details, things of that nature, you're going to want to go home and do that if you didn't. And so it just keeps pushing our hobby forward. It's one of the great things. The other really cool thing about going to shows in general, but especially those shows where the contests are, is a lot of those guys will be more than happy to just talk with you and kind of show you how they did things, sort of show off their work, and you know, kind of get you going a little bit in the hobby or pushing you forward. So that's always great. It's fun. It just kind of reminds me, there was a story last year. I was talking to a couple buddies of mine down at St. Louis. So we're in the big ballroom area or that we're in the display area, which is just outside the ballroom area. It, it, I, I won't, I'm not going to name drop, but there's a couple of guys that are fairly well known in the farm toy hobby. They, you know, they've been in the toy farmer, toy tractor times, etc. Anyway, there was a, there was this young guy who had recognized kind of all of us. He was, he said, I'd, he'd watch me on the YouTube. He was kind of shy. He's a younger guy. Like I'm thinking 10, 11 years old, maybe 12. And he's kind of hanging outside the circle and I kind of see him. Well, his mom comes up and says, Hey, would it be possible for my son to just say hi to you? And of course, of course, like, yes, absolutely. You know, come on over. And so, you know, I kind of just look at him. And I'm like, Hey, come on over here. Let's talk tractors with these guys. And so, so now we've got this kid in here and like, he's grinning ear to ear and we're all just talking tractors and he's, he's even joining in and stuff. And I mean, it was great. Like that's kind of what it's all about. That's what those shows are all about. It's, it's kind of about passing this on to the next generation while we keep pushing ourselves forward to do better ourselves. It was just so much fun. We're, we're really thrilled when stuff like that happens. I know all of us kind of walked away smiling because he was so smiling you know he was ear to ear he was happy and you know that that just makes us happy we feel like yeah that that kid's gonna be a toy guy one day so so two things with that one that's gonna keep him out of trouble because he's never gonna have enough money to go buy drugs or alcohol if he's a toy guy that's just the way it goes you know two it's just a good hobby uh someday when when my arthritic hands quit these young guys are gonna have to build toys for me if i want a new toy so we're just trying to get those people in here i i don't know i i I hope you like that little antidote anyway, but that, it was fun and it's one of those great memories that I have from the farm toy show. So I guess my advice to you, whether you're 10 or 70, if you see one of the guys that you know in the farm toy world and you want to talk to them or just want to introduce yourself, say hi, go up to them and say hi, because I guarantee it that they will be friendly 
They will love to talk to you because at least in my experience with all the guys that I've kind of hung around with in the farm toy world over the years, the one thing we all have in common is we love talking tractors. That's, you know, I, I tell people, don't be afraid. I think a lot of people don't know how to kind of jump in a conversation if they don't know the people or or whatever, but you know, don't be afraid to say hi to someone because they, they're more than welcome or more than, because they will be more than happy to talk to you. I am, I'm sure of it. I know I will be. So always say hi to me if you see me out of the show. All right, guys, well, we're going to move on a little bit. We haven't actually talked about tractors here lately. So let's talk a little tractors. All right, so in the introduction, I said that we were going to talk about the Wagner WA-17, which is a John Deere. So just a little background history on the real tractor before we get into talk about the toys and how the 116 scale Wagner market has just gone insane. Back in the late 60s, John Deere contracted out to Wagner, which was like a logging uh, machinery company out in Oregon. They contracted out to make the WA-17. So this was the tractor that came after the 8020, but would come before the 7020. So John Deere needed a, a big tractor to fill a void there in 68 through 70s when these were made. And this had a 280 horsepower engine. It was made with a 14 liter Cummins six cylinder diesel. And you could get these with a 28.5 26 tire, which is kind of an odd size, you know, when you think about today, but that's kind of what they came on. There are other variations of this that Wagner made, but of course the John Deere one is John Deere green, kind of has that straight front end with a hood protrusion coming out of the front of the grill. And you know, you guys have seen Wagner. These are big tractors, really big tractors. They're cool for sure. I, I was fortunate enough to see a few in person at the half century of progress. But like I said, John Deere was just trying to kind of get their tractors figured out at this point. Uh, they're, they're big four-wheel drive tractors. And so they contracted out to Wagner to get these built. Now let's talk toys. So we've never had an official release of the Wagner from any of the big toy manufacturers. So no Ertl or Speccast, uh, scale models, anything like that. The closest thing we ever got was the Big Bud 250HN that we saw several years back, and that had a couple variations. As far as Wagner and the John Deere Wagner, we've always had to rely on basically custom guys. So in the 164 scale world, there was a Wagner casting, and I, I'm not 100% sure who did it originally, if it was if it was Hooker or CNM, someone like that. I know now that C CD Models had bought those patterns, and now they, they will make Wagner kits for people. Um, so you can get the John Deere Wagner through that. Those kits are like, I don't know, 50 bucks maybe, roughly, give or take. And, and if you find a finished Wagner, depending on quality and depending on details, yeah, I expect to pay a hundred bucks for those, roughly in one six sixty-four scale. To my knowledge, I've never seen one in one thirty-second scale. But that brings us to one sixteenth scale, where things have gone crazy. Any of you guys are familiar with uh, Eldon Trum? He made uh, all sorts of really cool old tractors, big tractors, years ago. And they were kind of crude castings, but he would add lots of details to them and they made them nice. Well, for the longest time, that was pretty much the only way you were getting a Wagner was through one of the, through him, the, either that he finished or if you were lucky to get a casting of that. Flash forward to now and all of a sudden Wagner four wheel drives, which have always been popular considering how few were ever out there. Uh, they've always been pretty popular. They were pricey, but the last couple years, they've gone insane. Auction prices, I've just got a few here in front of me. 
and $3,100. If that tells you anything, that's got to be one of the strongest price models going right now. Now, I remember, it's gosh, it's been a good 10 plus years ago, I was at an auction at Almond Auctions in Nokomis, Illinois, and they were selling a guy's collection. And I mean, it was one of the most high-end collections I've ever seen. A lot of hand-built, scratch-built stuff. And I saw a Don Campbell Wagner, which was scratch-built, incredible detail. And that thing sold for $3,200. Uh, kind of funny story. I actually bid on it up to $300. And it actually, oddly enough, paused at like $300 for a little bit. And I, there was there was like a second there where I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to get this incredible tractor for $300. And then two people just put their hands up and left them there until it ended up well over $3,000. Yeah, I didn't get that tractor. But that, at that point, was the highest price I'd ever seen one of those go. In fact, I'd seen some of the Trum castings go for, you know, four or $500, which at the time, you know, was pricey. Probably what you would expect for that. Well, now all of a sudden we're getting all of these Wagners showing up on auctions. Like I listed, I don't know how many I listed there, six or seven there. I have a couple theories. One, I think a lot of people are seeing the price and they're thinking, well, this is the time to unload my Wagner, which yeah, maybe, I guess if you're thinking you might sell in the not too distant future, if you're seeing $3,500 sale prices, this is probably the time to, to uh, take advantage of that. So, you know, if you go to Gerard brothers or if you go to almond auction or any of the other big kind of toy auction people out there, you'll see these popping up quite a bit lately. And then, so I was over on almond auctions, just doing some research for this. There's one for sale there. That's already kind of up in the stratosphere. But what I thought was really interesting was there were two unfinished castings there. Now, I think these are Friends and Farm castings. And if you're not familiar with that, Friends and Farms did metal, like sand castings of these Trum Wagners, I guess. I mean, I I don't want to, you know, kind of get too crazy and and necessarily say that. But, you know, also the Big Bud, there was some uh, Alice Chalmer four-wheel drives. And I'm trying to think if there was anything else Uh, that I can think of off the top of my head, but I don't think so. Those castings were out there. Generally, you could buy these castings in the last few years for like three to $400 each. Now, they're big, heavy sand cast tractors. So you have to put them together, and I've put two together. I've put together a Wagner, and I put together an an AC uh, four-wheel drive, and it takes an immense amount of work to get these to look good. I just can't even begin to tell you how many hours and hours and hours sanding you're gonna spend to get one of these castings that are pretty rough to look right. Then there's almost no details with them. You gotta add wheels and tires. If you want you know, hy- hydraulics, you gotta add those. If you want engine detail, you've gotta add that. Interior detail, lights, uh, windows, you name it. You've, you basically gotta do it yourself. What we're seeing are a lot of these uh, Wagners that I, I guess are maybe friends and farms. Uh, although I've seen some other names on some of the auctions, I guess we're seeing people finishing out those castings and then selling them at the auctions. And that's, what's bringing these big money. But I guess my point is, I don't know that these are original trums. And in fact, I suspect they're not. Uh, and I don't know that people are necessarily passing them off at that as that, but uh, I, I just think it's interesting. I guess my point is, I think it was really interesting that these all of a sudden just started popping up like weeds on auctions. I, you know, it was very hard to find a Wagner five years ago. I mean, you would maybe find one at one of the big shows, Dyersville or, or St. Louis, whatever. But for the most part, 
uh, you never saw them. And now basically every auction that has, that's a, like a toy exclusive auction from the big auction companies has a Wagner now. So anyway, I just find that really interesting. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, as well as talking our tractor of the week, the Wagner uh, WA-17. Like I said, it was a John Deere. Here's, you know, if you guys are interested in Wagners, like I said, C&D Models has the kits for the 164 scales. I have a few of those. I'm trying to finish those out for show season here. We'll see how that works. <laughs> those kits are, themselves, the 164 scale kits, they're kind of tricky. They're a little rough themselves and it takes some work. You've got to do a little bit of soldering and they're heavy though. I mean, they're all metal, so they're, they're nice. And when you get one finished out, it looks pretty dang good, but I don't know. There you go. All right, there's my take on the WA-17. I know this episode we talked mostly about farm toy shows, but like I said, it's farm toy sh show season coming up, so I thought we ought to talk about that a little bit. So we'll get back to kind of uh, more normal in the next episode. Going to talk about some new releases coming out. We'll be past the National Farm Toy Show then, so I should be able to talk about some of the displays that were there, and maybe I can even get a quick interview for the podcast here so you guys don't have to listen to me blather on for the entire time. So, all right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of the For the Love of Tractors podcast. I appreciate you listening. Please join us next time, and always check out ForTheLoveOfTractors.com for all your custom toy needs. And as always, guys, have a nice day, and happy tractor hunting.